All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Death of a Legend. We must have a moment of silence for the Death of a Legend. They have a new EP <laughs> called Death of a Legend Part 1, which also means there's a Part 2. So we're going to have quite a few things to chat about here, released on Effort Records. And right now, I'm being joined by Trippy to share some more information about part one and part two and who knows trippy are we talking about part three i don't know let's let's focus on part one and maybe part two okay for the moment beautiful well welcome to the show hi hi everybody thank you very much for inviting me here with mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. to have this beautiful conversation together about what we do exactly okay let's start there you said a beautiful, okay. a beautiful conversation about what we do what does death of a legend do uh we actually are a rock and roll band uh, we started nothing but since we come from hardcore punk or death metal you know heavier stuff um we have this idea of trying something challenging for us you know like playing regular rock and roll that was definitely not in our strings, let's say. And um, this was a brand new experience for us, uh, and we are enjoying it very much so far. So That's interesting. How was it difficult, or what was difficult, about going from hardcore punk or death metal to just rock music? Well, uh, because, you know, uh, there's a lot of blues involved in rock and roll, even if you don't hear it directly, actually, at the basic of everything, there's, there's that the kind of sound, you know, and it's pretty different from what we are used to. And uh, the other thing is that we needed to uh, kind of slow down a little, I guess, put some melody, <laughs> you know, it, it was something that we actually forgot about for ages so that that was the interesting part trying to do something that was tough but at the same time pretty catchy i guess okay yeah death metal usually isn't catchy not at all if it's good one if it's good death metal it is not at all i guess <laughs> <laughs> except maybe deicide deicide's kind of catchy no, they're definitely not. I, I saw them once, they were not at all. No, no, yeah, no. <laughs> no catch. Okay. What, for those out there who maybe don't know, what is the difference between, say, hardcore punk and death metal, and, and how is that different from rock music? I know you mentioned slower. Uh, In a certain way, yeah. What else is there? Um, I mean, you know, let's start from saying that actually hardcore punk by itself is um, is a version of punk rock music, you know. So um, it's 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 something that has been sped up and is more aggressive. So um, hardcore punk should at least generally have the tendency to be fast and Maybe, you know, with a lot of yelling and screaming, it's, no, it's it's not for everybody, I guess. 
death metal as well, it gets even even deeper in uh, in the extremism of music. So um, when you are trying to work with rock and roll, uh, rock and roll, yeah, in a certain way, comes first, comes uh, before all these genres, and. Um, from our point of view, we had to kind of, as I said, slow down. It's not just a matter of speed, I guess. It's really a matter of everything you're doing. You have to to, to, calm, to calm down a little, okay? So give more space to melody, give more, uh, even more. In our case, we tried to give more importance to um, arrangements, trying to make things fit perfectly, you know? the wrong way and in our previous experiences it it was just about being rough i guess rough and aggressive nothing else mm-hmm. that that's why i said it was challenging for us because you know it's like you, you it's like the first time we are taking a shower <laughs> in, in a certain way mm-hmm. i'm thinking about my six-year-old son taking a shower by himself <laughs> Yeah, it, it can be difficult. I guess the first time you do that, mm-hmm. it can be really difficult. Yeah. Any other parents out there listening in right now understand what I just said. Now, speaking of these arrangements <laughs> and tempos and these challenges, uh, mm-hmm. we've got three of the four songs released as of recording this interview. Yeah. By the time this interview airs, I'm pretty sure the fourth song will be available. Okay. Um, I guess my question is, what were you guys looking to put together in this EP? Like, are these just the the first songs that you guys wrote, or did you end up throwing out a bunch of songs until you hit these ones? Uh, well, it's uh, it's both the things I have to say because um, the first it's something I did not I did not I did not mention is that actually me. Mark, that actually is the head of this band, is the guitar player and the main songwriter, okay? Me and him, plus our drummer, them, we played together for several years in our previous hardcore punk band. So it's like we are, you know, we already have our methods to write music and, you know, to work the one with the other. Uh, These were the first four songs we worked together on for this band, but we are um, we started already thinking about we want what we wanted to do, because this is like um, a chapter two for what we did before. Okay, if you had the chance to listen to our previous band, even if it's completely different, uh, you will kind of hear that we are the same people. Okay. There's something with our own style that remains, no matter what kind of music we play. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to write four songs and to record them and to publish them already with um, not a plan, but we wanted, okay, this one has to be fast, this one has to be more catchy, this one has to be more aggressive. So uh, we already knew where we wanted to go when we started recording um, um, writing them and then recording them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm wondering, 
Mm-hmm. Was this just for the challenge of doing it, or did you guys have extra free time because of the pandemic? And it was and it was a challenge. Uh, well, um, <laughs> tough question. I mean, um, we had this thing in our minds since I guess late 2018, but um, we actually formed right before the pandemic. No. So we met three, four times before everything shut down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, we wanted to do this thing, but maybe we had more time to spend on it because we were at home. You know, so it, we had a lot of. Uh, we spent hours, you know, conversing with on, on WhatsApp. Like, okay, let's put this stuff on the song. Like, na 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 na. Yeah, that, that's the way we worked to, to do things, okay? And I have to say, we invested a lot of hours trying to put things together. And if we did not have all that time, I don't know. Maybe things would sound differently, I guess. Hmm. A hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. How do you think they would sound different? Uh, well, this was uh, this was one of the points we had to spend a lot of time on because things were more trashing all the time. When we start working on a song, it's it's too I don't know it's too heavy. It sounds uh, we still as I said we're still trying to. Uh, trying to find a way to do things in a in an easier way, you know, in a more easy listening way. It, it takes time for us to do that. So we would be more like I think we would sound more like cancer bats probably <laughs> if, if we don't if we didn't have the chance to work on it. They're By Canadian, the way, aren't they? Can, can, pardon? They're Canadian, right? Yep, they're from Toronto. Yeah, they're Canadian. They're one of my favorites, favorite bands uh, of all time. Wow. I love Cancer Bats. That, that's a problem, okay? Because <laughs> things point always point towards that direction, and <laughs> it's a mess. Well, yeah. I mean, lots of musicians are into lots of different styles of music, but mm-hmm. in creating a band... Unless the desire is to do whatever you want, if, you know, per album, so to speak, uh, you need to make that choice. And maybe you write a song that doesn't fit "Death of a Legend," but it fits, you know, something else. Uh, yeah, it's a possibility, but you know, I don't know when we when we try. Yeah, we have this this goal. I mean. Um, we decided to focus on the recording and publishing material on Spotify, on several platforms, because in the first place we wanted to do something that could be enjoyable by a lot of people, especially in this, you know, difficult time. So we tried to keep things on on a good vibe, good vibe mode. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so that's that's part of the effort. I think for us it's important to to try to find a way to uh, I don't know make our songs uh, 
easy for people to digest, I guess. Mm-hmm. How do you? Uh, it's yeah. Go on. How do you? How do you know that? What's your test? Um, personally, uh, my <laughs> God, I mean, there's there's a there's a certain point when I say, okay, this stuff is sellout. <laughs> when I say it's sellout, it's good. Maybe people. It's good. <laughs> yeah, because um, I always, they always put the blame on me because, uh, you know, I just listen to, I'm even, I, I don't know, I, I just listen to bands that doesn't sell more than 200 records, basically unlistenable <laughs> stuff. So if I say it's sell out, they say, okay, probably it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's regular. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Good. That's what we're going for. Beautiful. Uh, question in the beginning of the interview you mentioned there's a lot of bands you like from Canada we brought up uh, Cancer Bats Um, random question what is it about Cancer Bats that you like and are they still helpful to you as an influence in Death of a Legend Uh, indeed they are I mean um, Cancer Bats um they found their way for, uh, yeah. They found a, a way to 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 do something that sounded like hardcore punk, you know. Mm-hmm. But had a lot of external influences. They made also catchy stuff, but they never lost its nerve. Does it make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and productions are always amazing. Uh, Songwriting is brilliant, I guess. They're, I don't know, they're just perfect. Um, so that that's the part that I like, because they can do stuff that actually works, that can be enjoyable by by um, other people, you know, for for real. But at the same time, they sound always like they're really pissed off. I don't know. It's 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 something great. I I love it. I'm, There's... I just love it. There's a lot of snow to shovel in Canada, and after a while, it, you just get angry at, at the snow. Uh, yeah, well, here, yeah, here in Italy, you know, it becomes a problem. After five, you know, uh, two inches of snow, mm-hmm. it's the end of the world. You know? <laughs> like, we have it, we have it, but it's, you know, n- not like you. So I-, I won't complain about snow in my country. It will be offensive for you, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, or I'm waiting to see if it's going to snow today. It snowed a couple days ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, here it's raining and we are complaining about it because we want the sun, you know. Of course. Yes. See. <laughs> si. How do you say of course in Italian? Claro? Um, of course. Uh, uh, certamente. Certamente, sì. Si. Certamente, sì. Si. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Your fake Italian accent is amazing. I love it. <laughs> grazie, signore. Grazie. Eh, prego, prego. <laughs> What's funny is uh, I know some Spanish, and um, the the differences in accent are incredible between Italian and Spanish. Yeah, I, I can tell you this. Uh, a lot of people here in my country says, okay, it's Spanish, it's just like Italian, but with the S at the end. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't get 
a single word when a, when a Spanish person is talking. I, can I see don't that. know. Yeah. Because originally, when I had tried speaking Italian, I was okay. told it was Italian with a Spanish accent. Like, it would really offend people. Uh, instead of grazie, I would say grazie or something. <laughs> Brave. No, why, why offend? I mean, it's it's Italian. I'm yeah. yeah. Every every single word you say in Italian is is a compliment. I guess. So. Okay. Perfecto. Perfect. Now, that brings me to this EP because mm-hmm. so basically, you guys are like a hardcore punk band, death metal band that is doing this rock and roll thing. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have to get different equipment, or is it the same guitars, the same amps, the same tunings? Like, as a singer, does the band still play in the similar keys that you're used to playing in, that kind of thing? Or did you guys have to re- uh, retool the equipment? Uh, something has changed. I mean, Marco, our guitarist, started playing with a Gretsch. He used to play Schecter, I guess, in the past. Now he has um, a hollow body, a hollow body Gretsch. And uh, I think now we're down-tuned to drop D when we generally used to play in drop C. So we are a little, you know, a little higher, but no big deal because um, uh, our previous band actually, yes, was more hardcore punk oriented, more metal oriented, but... We already had something, you know, something kind of rock and roll stuff in our sound. Uh, so um, we didn't have, I think, to to change too much in gear or also in, in the way we play, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm watching the music video right now for... Which the, one? The Call. The Call. The Call. <laughs> and there's all these peanuts being shelled. Yeah, that's that's a very Italian thing, you know. <laughs> Playing cards, yeah. It's it, that, that about the video versus something that just any Italian can understand because um, the brawl in the in the video actually is is because of um, of a card game, you know. That 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 kind of play is a play that you will never see in real. In a real game in Italy, because that that's something you just don't do. And if somebody does that, you you see really old men fighting each other because of that, you know. So, yeah, it, it was a very Italian thing. Uh, I'm not sure everybody can understand it. But that's that's the way it works. Okay. Well, now I more is being explained to me because we don't have that in Canada, other than I'm sure for our Italian immigrant community. Mm-hmm. Okay. The call. What is the call about? Uh, the call is about bad habits. You know, um, I mean, it's about when you when you're doing something that should be important for you, but you're suffering because, as an example, you want to pick your knots, or you want to scratch your in yeah. Scratch yourself, but you just cannot because you're dating a girl or you're doing something formal, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, you want it so bad that actually it, it gets more important than what you're actually doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I'm on a date with a girl, it's always more important. What? 
What what is more important when you're dating a girl? When you when you got to scratch your balls, you got to got to do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. well that, that's the same for me. But, but I mean, look you, at me, I'm a mess. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to get you got to get her interested. Be like ah eh, ah. Eh. <laughs> no, that that's basically about you know bad behavior in in the wrong circumstances, but mm-hmm. with a happy ending because of the there would be a know, happy I'd, ending. Yeah, <laughs> with a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> Bombissima. Bombissima. <laughs> great, that's great. Yeah, somebody said that on the in the I'm reading the comments for the call, and mm-hmm. there's there's some comments, and one of them is Bombissima, which I imagine is a compliment, a very good compliment. Ah, it's like uh, Bombicia. It's it's not even. It's not actually Italian. It's oh. it's, it's more slang or soft. Bomba is basically bomb. Oh. So when you say that something is a bomb, it means it's exploding. It's something good. It's something oh. great. You know. Okay. Uh, so Bombissima is like to say super bomb. Okay. Uh-huh. Like wow. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> Meravigliosi. Meravigliosi. Marvelous. Marvelous. Okay. Beautiful. So you guys are a marvelous explosion. How does it feel to know that people on the internet are saying that you are a marvelous explosion? Uh, I should be flattered, I guess, but we're talking about the song about a, a person that wants to pick his knots while he's dating a girl. So uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Very true. Okay. Well, we could probably chat for the next six hours about... <laughs> Every, everything else that's going on here but uh, for those listening in you can check out the music video that we just were talking about in the show notes below there will be the call there will be face man and then there's a lyric video for beyond thunderdome yeah and we chatted about writing rock music we chatted about cancer bats we chatted about uh, playing cards the the italiano way and the ep part one we alluded in the beginning to an EP part two, but I think yes. you know we've run out of time. Unless there's anything that you want to say quickly about uh, that. it, will be it will be about four songs. We're about to record them this summer. Instead of going, you know, spending our holidays at the sea, whatever, we're about to to record this part two. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Very sad. But it, it is very sad. <laughs> You could be on the no could, seaside. You could be on the beach trying not to scratch your balls and pick your nose in front of girls, but instead you're going to be in the studio working. Yes, that's exactly how it's going to be. <laughs> cool. Bombissima. Now, Bombissima. Bombissima. Cool. Well, Trippy, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. It has been a big pleasure for me. Thank you very much for inviting us. 